top shelf fantasy. All right, everyone out there, Top Shelf Fantasy Listener League podcast tonight. Uh, we're going to start in about a minute or two, make sure everyone's on there. On a, Got on Sleeper. It's a standard one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, tight end, two flexes. No D, no kicker, which is uh, fantastic. We don't like that. So, um, Well, yeah, pod- we, we set the settings, so. Yes, yes. Uh, podcast 212. Um, not really going to go over too much news. We'll probably talk about it throughout the uh, the draft when you know players get picked and whatnot. We'll go over a few injuries that have been out there. But uh, other than that, um, Derek has actually joined us. Thank you. Last hey, oh. last minute, text him about a half an hour ago saying, "Yeah, you're probably <laughs> not going to be able to." But and he's like, "Yeah, I'm in." So, Derek, thank you so much. It's it's a, almost week one. Everyone's got to be on their toes for fantasy during this week, right? Yep. And, and I'm gonna, now a lot of stuff's coming at you. Oh yeah. I'm gonna share this the uh, draft board. Where it is uh, can you guys see it? Let me know. Coming. There cool. we go. Oh, yep, All definitely right. can see. All right, I'll put this down here. Um, are we sharing? Are we sharing this on the YouTube's? It will be on the YouTubes tomorrow, so uh, okay. I'm, I'm glad you guys dressed up. I uh, I won't pick my nose. <laughs> Thank you. No promises. All right. Um, I guess with the draft started, everything everyone else is here besides one person. Hopefully, they'll just join when the draft starts. But we got people from all over the U.S. Few people on the West Coast, um, Seattle area, two in Colorado, Florida, Jersey, um, North Carolina. So very spread out. The, this year and of course again uh winner gets signed rookie williams jersey signed kenneth walker jersey top shelf fantasy beer glasses and a gift card to the store just to get some more swag so uh it's a very nice free thing to do to win some good prizes so we'll get the draft started right now all right and started we are pick number nine out of 12 yeah so it's 12 teams uh, and first pick is Jonathan Taylor. No surprise there. Have you guys seen C- CMC go first in drafts? Not one for me. JT has been one in all of my drafts. Not one that I've been in. I've only seen it in like videos of other random people across like the country. Mock but... drafts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we even had the first pick in one of our leagues together. And it was just like, yeah, we're just going JT, right? Yep. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, um, one of the leagues that I was just in, and I, I don't have CMC as my number two ranked player, but he's he went number two off of the board here in this draft, and I did take him. It was a full PPR league, so I was like, might as well. Let's let's go for the ride, see what happens. <laughs> I mean, it, it's if he's healthy, I mean, it's you're probably going to win. He's statistically the best like points per player fantasy running back of all time. Like it's what was last year was like his worst game was like 25 points. I know he only played a few games, but he even came back 25 points got hurt. Yeah. Again, which sucked. But I mean, when he's out there, he's, he's, he's getting the ball. You're gonna, you're gonna do well week one. We know that. Yes. You'll (laughs) at least win your league week one. So, um, so when, 
JT, CMC, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Delvin Cook, Najee Harris, uh, Jeff, Justin Jefferson at seven, Joe Mixon at eight. Now it's our pick at nine. Um, I drafted one of our leagues last weekend, so Craig, I'll give you the crack at the at the first round if you want it. All right, sure. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I have no shares of Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase anywhere. I don't think a running back's the answer right now. Um, I think I would. I would like a share of Cooper Cup somewhere. So I think I would go there. I don't know if Derek, if you agree on that, or if you're a Chase guy. I don't know. I just love Cooper Cup's ability to get reception. So like in any point per like reception league, I would take Cup over Jamar Chase 100%. I have 100%. Like yeah. uh, Jamar Chase had like 77 catches last year. I don't see him topping 85. So I think that's a smart move. All right. Cup it is. Yeah. yeah. This. Yeah. Again, like, like I said, I, I haven't had a later draft pick in any of my drafts really. Um, outside of the top shelf ones, which again, like you said, I, I wasn't here for because I was on a two week vacation. Um, Bender, yeah, with your family and it, it, well, one of them. One of them was my family. The second one was with uh, uh, another crew of children uh, <laughs> that are all my age. <laughs> um, so it's been a little rough, but yeah, cup cup is nice. Uh, I'd like to see. I'd like to uh, cheer for him uh, at some point this year. He's, I mean, he's going to win you a few weeks regardless. Not only that, it's like his ability to catch touchdowns last year was pretty wild. They did some – I think we'll see a lot of teams do this, where they do this interesting thing where they stack their wide receivers and he's off the line of scrimmage. And, like, it gives him the ability to not get pressed at the line. And I just think that makes him so deadly because he gets the ability to get free free runs a lot of time in that red zone. Uh, after Cup, it went DeAndre Swift, uh, Alvin Kamara, Saquon, and then a start second round, Travis Kelsey, and then Jamar Chase, and then Devontae Adams. Now it's our pick again. Um, Derek. So I think you. So I don't know how you guys feel about zero RB strategy, but like looking at the board, the RBs that we could take here, Nick Chubb or Aaron Jones, really. Um, I don't think we're going to take Javante Williams as early in the second round. So I think like it pretty much goes back to wide receiver with Kelsey off the board. And I think to get digs this late is pretty wild. But if you guys like the upside of CD lamb, I'm never going to say no to that. So I think it's really between those two guys for us. Okay. I, yeah, I'm down for digs. I haven't ranked a spot higher than the CD. Oh yeah, me too. I have Diggs higher, and I would I couldn't believe having a team with Cup and Diggs on it. So, in <laughs> yeah, a twelve team league, it feels pretty improbable that you get that draw. But we saw RBs just fly off the board early. Just made us pigeonhole in the back end to be to go wide receiver, wide receiver. I feel like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We're <laughs> not gonna have to worry about that. I don't think. No, that, unless I mean. You know, the- Injuries outside of that, but outside I want to see pencil in two two hundred receptions between the two guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I wonder if there's been drafts where it's like pss, people have gotten cup and digs. Like that's crazy. So we have someone over here as well getting Jefferson and CD Lamb. That's nice. Right. Yeah. That's another that's, stack. That's, that's good. That, that's our buddy Baldy. He's a TSF book burner. Yep. Yep. He's got some book uh books burning already. He said he's got some uh Betsy's going to tell us about tomorrow, I believe. Yep. And it's like these, that. like these guys that went like 
Dalvin Cook and Najee Harris in the middle of the first round, like their wide receiver RB stack is not going to be nearly as tasty as Cups and Diggs. So got to love where we kind of fell with that. Right, right. And and we'll see where it, it, the top six picks for running backs. And now two of them are <laughs> gone running back, running back. I was going to say there's probably going to be some running backs coming back at us, but not the way this looks. You, I mean, you would think unless – like. Everyone that's going to go before us has at least one RB besides uh, Baldy. So right. you got to think like they're probably going to fill out the wide receiver spots and we could probably get, I don't know, Zeger Fournette on the way back. Did they, did they bury Saquon here? Like why is no, he not even on Saquon that? went uh, last pick of the first round. Oh yeah! Oh wow! He's he just that. hiding yeah. over there. I did not see that at all. Did we even mention that Travis Kelsey was taken too there? I did, but we didn't really talk about it. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's early. I don't want to trash on our listeners, um, but if that's the way they want to start and have an idea for it, I'm sure it'll shape up. Um, I did not. I did not see that. So I was I, thinking Saquon might have been the guy that could come back to us. So I, awesome. But. I've told Scott the strategy a lot, but. For me personally, with the top end tight ends, I feel like they have way more value in 10 team leagues where you have less roster positions, like where we're going to get deeper into these drafts with a 12 team league. I think it devalues those top end tight ends, but I would assume we're going to get Pitts and uh, Mark Andrews off the board here before we pick. So it doesn't look like we're going to go tight end early. Yep. No, I think I've, I don't know if I have done that. Oh, I have. I had, um, Darren Waller, which is not wasn't super early, it was mid round, but that's the earliest tight end I've taken this year is Darren Waller. Mine was, was like the fifth. Kelsey in a ten team league, uh, round two. Yeah, I haven't had that in a very very long time because I'm always I'm always waiting on tight end, not not capitalizing on it. But there have been times that I've had Travis Kelsey and have rolled through the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the set and forget. And like the pencil Kelsey in for at least 1100 yards, which is on the low end of his totals. Like, I mean, it's just like in a 12 team week, you could take digs. That's going to score more points there. I, I just, in a 10 team week, you're going to get a better wide receiver back in the third round than you will at the back end of a 12 team week. And with then again, then we just see Kyle Pitts and Mark yep. Andrews go off at three, one, three, two. You call it. Just, yeah. yeah, you just called. Yeah, so the players that went after Diggs were Javante, Lamb, Jones, Chubb, Tyreek, James Connor, Fournette. So people are doing the double RBs here. Damn. There's uh, two, then, there's four teams doing double right. Yeah, five teams then, doing double. Is it five? I mean, yeah, it is. Five teams. And then Debo to end the second, and then Pitts and Andrews to start the uh, third round. Now I like what team two has done uh, a little bit here with two running backs and a tight end, if they're not going to get one of the, the high wide receivers that they like on the board, they can wait. I mean, I, I've been a much, much higher on Mike Evans. I feel like than a lot of people are right now. I mean, of course, outside of you, Scotty, but um, <laughs> it, it, I, I, okay. There it goes. There, there right. it goes. <laughs> We're just calling this. Derek goes, yeah, you're going to see Pitts and Andrews go right here and then you can talk about evan so the players you like guys don't talk about don't talk about them yeah evans Pittman, brown go aj brown yeah i really like the team for three as well henry connor and evans that's getting evans in the third round to me right now is a steal 
it feels like the Evans and Connor pick should be flipped, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like Evans yeah. should go in the second round. Connor should go in the third, but Hey, you got them both anyways. Yeah. And then... it'll be interesting to see if Zeke will fall to us in the third round here. I think like there's a chance that Baldy will take him because Baldy at pick uh, six or seven, seven, he, um, he started wide receiver, wide receiver. That's the Jefferson Lamb stack. So and, he, he, and he's always been a, a Zeke guy in the league. Like, God damn! I was him. hoping you wouldn't say that. <laughs> he's always been a Zeke guy. I mean, yeah. he's a Dallas. He, he's gonna get CD Lamb and Zeke. Yeah, he'll probably get Dak too and Dalton Schultz for fuck's sake. And Tony Pollard probably not unless we take him. Oof! There's Antian that goes before three D. running backs. Three Kyle. running backs. That's a big one. So Kyle's currently drafting in another league as we speak with Dickie. So I don't know if he's getting confused. He, he thinks it's like round four <laughs> or five. There goes Zeke. God damn it. Yeah. Um, okay. So Zeke's off the board. Uh, one more pick until us. It's grim. There goes that running back. Keenan Allen. Um, okay. So the teams, like- the teams after us, since, I mean, it's not a real turn turn, but the teams after us all have at least one run. Bet, and I think that we could have one of these couple come back to us i really have no care which running back it is that comes back to us yeah i mean do you guys want to go wide receiver like, i mean see have, see what what I, I mean i i like higgins a lot i like Higgins I like a lot too dj Moore, sutton i i think i higgins ranked well before those guys yeah i so, do too so, but I do think there's a chance that we get a better wide receiver back than a better running back, unless we really think that Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, and J.K. Dobbins are all in the same tier. Because I'm ex- I'm just taking Brees. No, can't that's true, because we can probably get Corton Sutton in the next round or Mike or DJ Moore. I don't know. This is this is the dead zone of all draft yeah. where um, all of the decisions feel really hard because all the players are so close together. I don't know. We got 10 who, seconds. Who left. are you saying is that top tier running back? So it's, yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah, it's probably Montgomery or J.K. Dobbins for me here. Probably J.K. Dobbins. I'll go Dobbins. Let's go Dobbins. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's still early, but I, I have no faith in Montgomery this year. I can tell you right now. I think that the, the <laughs> offensive line is, while is progressing, is still not as great as it should be. And I mean, we've seen what J.K. Dobbins has the ability to produce. And David Montgomery has always been an opportunity back where right now Khalil Herbert sounds like a guy that there is starting to push him for real work. Um, He's not to mention, not to mention that, uh, you know, you have uh, Baltimore running the ball a hundred or 200 times more than any other offense. And I think what you like, what you're saying, Craig, which I feel so like, so uh, like big, gone is like always choosing skill over opportunity like especially in these early rounds like or sorry not in like the first or second round right opportunity is you know gets you fancy points but like when you have to choose between two guys like i just always side on skill like and i think jk dobbins every single day of his life has been a better running back than david montgomery (laughs) yeah Yeah. absolutely 100 percent. and and I don't know. I, I like Brees Hall's talent too. I mean, if you really were to look at that, but when, when you then compare it to, I just have a personal bias against the jets. So that's <laughs> a little bit of uh, angst that I'll push out into the world. Wait, but, got, Craig gun to your head. Who scores less points? The jets or Chicago this year. 
less points yeah probably chicago <laughs> yeah. i would say but chicago. it feels gross right it, like, yeah. those two teams just feel like you don't want anyone on those teams no no no, no you don't you don't um although mooney's always fun but mm. it's it's just and and i want very badly want elijah moore and garrett wilson to succeed but and Brees hall i want them to succeed it's just sure. it's tough and yeah. I'm a fan of Corey Davis too, but like yep. they're on the Jets. That's the only thing that sucks. That's rough. And then Higgins and Acres go. So Higgins, the guy we talked about um, at the. I nine- think we knew we were going to lose out on Higgins. Yeah. yeah, but again, like we go back to wide receivers, DJ Moore, Sutton, Terry. Yeah. Like we're yeah. fine. We got. I mean, even lucky. Mike running Williams backs, is there, right? Yeah, and then yeah, and running backs win. So like it was good for us to get that running back because they or else we did or, or else we had CH which I'm fine with but uh, <laughs> it's 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 not the right call. No, I, I was actually shocked that three running backs have have gone and there's still two more picks to make. I didn't think that there'd be that many running backs to go. So I'm glad that we did make that decision. Yeah, so we're getting one of the water series that we did want or t- talk about. And um, I don't know if it was clear. But we did see Montgomery right after, Brees Hall right after, T. Higgins, Cam Akers. I don't know if I just repeated what you said, but then no, there goes Elijah, Mi- Elijah Mitchell. So Another guy that I was looking at if we didn't go Dobbins I, there. So we wouldn't have gotten him. I would have I made a case for it too here instead of going wide receiver because Elijah Mitchell is he, – he has to go flying up boards because I'm sorry, Jeff Wilson is not pushing him for real work. Yeah, like outside of injury, if like you watch Elijah Mitchell run the ball, man, and that dude just gets it. Like, yeah, he does. He just like gets it. Like in that outside like zone running scheme, guy, not everyone gets it. Now that uh, Trey Sermon's not on the team, I can clearly <laughs> say Elijah Mitchell was the better running back and great for that offense. <laughs> All right, we're up. Mike Williams went. Um, so if we're between Terry, DJ Moore, and Cortland Sutton, I don't know what you guys have. I, I have Sutton extremely higher than McLaurin and Moore. Um, I would have put uh, Mike Williams in a category to talk about, but he just went the pick before us. So I think Sutton's really the only wide receiver, but we could look at the running back position again just to see what's there for a sec. I think Jacobs, Dylan is... It is really early for AJ Dylan, but Josh Jacobs might be the only one left if you guys think about that. So I think like when it comes to this pick, our wide receivers, like between Terry McCorn and DJ Moore, like you just kind of know their floors, but Corwin Sutton's upside is pretty tasty. And like, if like that upside at this point in the draft in a 12 team week, he could win the week for you here. Yeah. Let's I agree. Let's do that. Um, and then later on, we'll clean up some other running backs that I know that we'll be able to find some depth at like maybe yeah, Tony I mean, Pollard it, later or something. Right. Like a Tony Pollard, Ramondre or Damian is, yeah. Falling too. I feel like we've all had a light, nice little piece of the zero running backs this year that we know who to at least target. Yep. And it's I, nice I though. Sutton as a third wide receiver on the team right. with Diggs and Cup. Yeah, especially because like take and I think like taking the upside pick of Sutton over DJ Moore does kind of hurt my soul because I'm a big DJ Moore guy, but. <laughs> But when you have steady wide receivers like Cup and Diggs, like that's when you take the upside guy, you know? Like there really didn't... wasn't much risk on our team before that. Right. And not saying that Sutton is risky. I mean, sure, J.K. Dobbins adds risk, 
but between, like you were saying, and I don't mean to make the point for you, but Cop and Diggs are so solid that there's right. no point not to. Yeah. No, the first quarterback goes. So when DJ Moore, Jacobs, and then Josh Allen goes, the Kyle first round, really doesn't want a wide receiver. No, he hates him. <laughs> wide so, receiver is real deep, but the zero wide receiver strategy, I don't think I've heard it, talked about it, much this year. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't work much. <laughs> it is I have done it in the past and it is just a year long struggle to try and find someone. I usually always do it. I'm like, dude, they're so deep. I'll get a guy as a water through one eighteenth yeah. round. No, it doesn't work out. And we have to start three. It's not like we're starting two. If you're in a league where you start two wide receivers, maybe it's different. But we gotta yeah. start three. Quarterbacks then, flying yep. off the board here. Terry went after Josh Allen, then Herbert and Mahomes. So, I mean, I wonder if it's who it's like they see the one quarterback taken and now it starts to run. Oh, crap. I, I got to get the the next guy. Well, I don't know if I mean, it, it go over to quarterback right now. I think the only th- one I'm thinking of that could. Yeah. Lamar, Kyler. OK. All right. Yeah, sure. People could could jump the gun. But I think the Allen Mahomes and Herbert are still in their own tier. Yeah, I think the only guy you could – the two guys you could argue with probably are Murray and Jackson just on their running ability. Like Lamar Jackson could right. just rush for 1,200 yards this year and it wouldn't surprise anyone. Yeah. And um, let's see, Deontay Johnson at 411. I find that a little early, but if they like him, they like him. Jalen Waddle goes – Keep the running backs on the board. Oh, there goes AJ Dillon. Yeah, fifth round is where I've seen AJ Dillon go this year. I'm not. I I would say like I think there's plenty of weeks where Ceh can fall back into the late fifth round. So I don't. I wouldn't put it out of the realm possibility of him making it back to us. We're not getting Ceh on this team. It's purely Craig, Craig, and Tom and Dow don't like him. It has nothing to do with that. I don't like him. It's that all of our other TSF teams have them <laughs> because Scott drafted them. just one. I could have sworn it was like, no, because Dallas picked the other one and we didn't get him there. Oh, okay. All right. I, th- I could have sworn I had seen him in other ones. I mean, oh. I'll check it. I'm pretty, sh- pretty sure we don't. I don't really feel the need to even. I want I don't want Gibson or CEH. Damien Harris is in a precarious position. Miles Sanders, Hunt. I mean, I feel like that's early for that class of Hunt, Edmonds, Patterson, Pollard's even still early. I don't even know if running back's the answer here. Hmm. Any who's who's the last uh who's the fourth ranked tight end here? I'm guessing it's Waller. Yeah, Waller and then... Oh, it's Kittle. Oh, oh Kittle. Kittle Kitt- totally forgetting about Kittle. I'd like a little piece of Kittle this year. Kittle yeah, is... I have no the, shares. He's one of the funnest, but also he's can be very frustrating on your team because he's going to... Get hurt. He's he's, he's <laughs> burning the block. <laughs> he likes the party, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think DK Metcalf is interesting. Like to have a player that's been so good in the league go so late just shows you like how important quarterback is and how scary that Seattle offense really feels. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. 
Like, Tyler Lockett's almost undraftable now. Yeah. Oh, he's going <laughs> sure. so late. It's crazy. There goes Brandon Cooks. That's a good five, three. That's a good middle round wide receiver. That's a real solid wide receiver. Just a left. Like the exact opposite wide receiver of DK Metcalf. Just body type size. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> But, like, yeah, I mean, there's still so many good wide receivers on the board. Jerry Judy, Allen Robinson, Marquise Brown, Chris Godwin, Amon Ross St. Brown, Mark Cooper. I, th- I think that Chris I – don't, I don't want to talk about it because I want him to get back to us, but <laughs> the fact that Chris Godwin is going this late in drafts is just mind-blowing to me. Is it because people still think he's going to be out six weeks? Like, I think, I think he's going to be back in, like, week two, right? Week three? Well, he still has a chance to play week one. Yeah, he's back at practice without a knee brace this week. So, I so mean, like, I think what if, are it, we doing? if he misses week one, and even if I'm drafting, if they tell me, hey, he's out first week, all right, I'm still drafting him as a, you know, a watcher two. Didn't he go right. round, round two last year, like early round two? Probably went round two in dynasty startups, let alone redraft, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, he's that good. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand the hate on him this year. Yeah, it would be it would be nice if he fell to us for sure. Well, Kyle has to take a wide receiver. He has to yeah. be running back and a quarterback. <laughs> I bet he takes Jerry Judy though. He's a <laughs> he's a big Judy guy. Yeah, so Jalen Hurts just went um, before just, Lamar and Kyler. I can I can see it. I I'm not. I mean, they're I'm both rushing ability. Lamar this year is as as many people are. I think I have him. Um, I do. I have him kind of what like six. Let's see. I have him at eight. Mar- Murray at five. Yeah, I'm not big on Lamar this year. Interesting. Oh, excuse me. I was looking at Murray's ranking. I have Hertz at seven, Lamar at eight, Murray at five. Murray didn't go. That's interesting. All right, there goes George Kittle. So so still no wide receiver for Kyle. Uh, I mean, wow. why, like you look at the wide receivers there. Oh, damn. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris Godwin going for all you listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn, Baldy. So, Baldy's sent us with, with uh, Zeke and now Godwin. So, we do just have a chance to maybe just go Allen Robinson and take Stafford later in the draft and stack all of the Rams receiving <laughs> options. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Because like Stafford's like QB what 12, 13 off the board. It's around that. He's he's going like last round of drafts. I I think we need to pivot. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get out <laughs> of like want to do. We, get, we can put the whole season on Stafford's elbow right now if we want to. <laughs> yep. All right. All so right. running yep. backs, here's a list here. Antonio, CH, Damian Harris, Sanders, Hunt, Edmonds, Patterson, Pollard. Damien Pierce. Um, I did draft Damien Pierce in the sixth round yesterday. It's fifth round too early. I mean, no, I'm not going to take him over to Pollard though. With him you, being on the board, I don't know. I think you take him over Pollard now. I think you take. I think like right now, the conversation really should be Ceh, Chase Edmonds, and Damien Pierce. They're just like I don't see those guys not getting the starting role and leading their team in carries. Um, 
do we think one of them makes it back to us? Because oh, the, the other teams both have two to three RBs after us. I think we have to go CEH. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you there's right. a chance that CEH would fall late. <laughs> hey, when when Tom and Dallas sees his team, it wasn't me who did yeah. it, okay? I, I tried to push just, you guys to receiver. Well, we had a plan, a fallback plan, and then something else. <laughs> and, and, and then CEH. <laughs> we had three plans, and then Chris Godwin goes, and Kittle goes, and then... It was, yeah, yeah, Kittle. I felt like Godwin was the pick, and then Kittle was the fallback. But then, of course, they got picked back-to-back. Um, right. And at this point, it's, yeah, I mean, CEH... I don't know. They don't have. He's got a job, you know. He's right. He's he's not giving it up. And he could. I don't know the promise. I don't know Scott. You talk about it. I'm not going to be able to say. I mean, there's there's literally little to no competition behind him. Pacheco is going to be the kick returner to start. I mean, I know everyone wants Pacheco to be the guy, but who knows? Oh yeah, the Pacheco thing is just a fun preseason story. I doubt he he probably won't even see the field. Ronald Jones is probably a healthy scratch week one, and you got McKinnon and that's the third down guy. Change of pace. And the watch is going to be Michael Burton, the fullback, at three touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I mean, he's in his third year. He's entering his prime years as a running back. I mean, there's you just see guys break out like if they're gonna break out and they haven't had killer rookie or second years, it's third, fourth year. This... And he's so younger like... than P- Pacheco too, right? All right, toss over the wide receivers for a sec because you have running yep. back up right now. Uh, all right, so after Ceh, it went Darren Waller, Allen Robinson, Marquise Brown, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So. Uh, oh, and Jerry Judy. Not that I was going to th- want to stack him and Sutton on the same team, but uh, I think Amari Cooper is not someone that I'm going to think of, but he's left. Michael Thomas, too much unknown. Adam Thielen in the sixth. I really like Adam Thielen. Uh, Gabe Davis, I'm not a huge hype believer. Um, going all the way down the list, I mean, Hopkins could be someone since we already have good wide receivers. Um, those other running backs didn't really tickle me uh, unless we did want to make that leap for Damian Pierce. Um so that's my piece. Whew. Yeah. I mean I think Thielen's a good steady pick here. Like, I like Thielen here. I, I like Thielen. Thielen Thielen's steady, but but then think of Hopkins. Or should we should we do that because we already have great wide receivers and when he comes back it could be amazing. I don't know. It could be pretty it could be pretty amazing. Like I like getting DeAndre Hopkins in these middle rounds. Like I mean you got to like, he was hurt last year and he was still kind of putting up points for like, he's going to be fresh off of PEDs, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> got to love that. I, I'm down for that. If you want to do that, we can get other guys to fill in for six weeks. Like again, we have cup and digs, steady wide receivers that can carry us. I think we just solidified a. I mean, obviously, it's going to have to be six week six or, or week seven, whatever it is, when he comes back. But we solidified having the best wide receiver core in the league in the back half of the season. Right. Not that I mean we didn't already have that. I feel like, but I mean we did. But mm-hmm. now it's just kind of absurd. Um, and now this is where we we start to hope and pray that Damian Pierce comes back to us, <laughs> or yeah. Tony Pollard, or. Um, even you know, Chase Edmonds could could wait because people might not like him. I think that there's a chance that we get another good running back later. I mean, Kyle's up right now, so he might go RB. 
<laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a wide receiver. Let's see if he finally takes one. I think like this late in the draft too, like I think Rashard Penny is a totally fine pick, especially with Kenneth Walker having, you know, the hernia is like, just feels like a really risky injury for the first few weeks of the season. Then like if Rashard Penny is running the ball well and Seattle's competitive, it's hard to take him off the field again. I mean, he was really, really good last year and he looked explosive. I believe in all your points about the beginning part of the year, but I just don't like Rashard Penny. <laughs> I mean, there's only but been I, like four or five games to like, so I can understand. But that. I agree that having him to counter out DeAndre Hopkins being out, we could slide Penny into the flex in the beginning of the year. Right. I can see that. I like that. Um, I'm gonna. Go but if there's other options, here. I'm gonna totally, I'm gonna totally try and get the other ones. <laughs> um, so Antonio Gibson finally uh, stops his slide in the middle of the sixth round after us. Um, there's a lot of rumors around that and, and him not being able to uh, win the running back job. And uh, he kind of lucked into um, getting his job back due to Brian Robinson sitting out with his uh, injuries, getting shot in the leg. So um, it's really no light way to put that. I was trying to trying to massage it before I said it. But uh, then uh, Russell Wilson goes, um, Prior to us picking, I don't know if we mentioned Kyler Murray also wins. So that's two quarterbacks in this round. Um, and then Michael Thomas, Dalton Schultz, uh, as far as uh, tight ends left on the board. I think he was probably one of the better ones left. So, yep. Yeah. I think he it, makes the most sense at tight end six. Like uh, off of the like five guys that make sense, like there's just a lot of targets in Dallas and like, Dalton Charles was really good last year. Oh, like, yeah. I think that there's a conversation really between him and Hawkinson. If Hawkinson can get freed up a little bit more and run more routes, he just didn't run enough routes ever in his career to really be that fantasy viable. But Dalton Schultz only runs routes. So I think when you come into like the outside at the top, like five clear uh, tight ends, Dalton Schultz is the clear six guy. And you see too uh, that, you know, Michael Gallup's out for the beginning of the year. He's right. going to get a lot of work early. Mm -hmm. um, then goes Damian Pierce. So there he is. Middle it's, of the sixth round. Have you seen him go, like, later than the sixth in any of your drafts, Craig? Earlier, um, yeah. when when Mac was still on the team. Right. Um, but even in my last draft, I had said I got auto-picked. Chase, Chase Edmonds didn't know it. And it was the beginning of the sixth round. And I'm like, ah, I'm just going to take Damian Pierce. So it was about right where we were. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was the beginning of this. Maybe I got him in the fifth. Let me let me double check this. Well, um, go ahead. Where did he go in the draft last week or fourth. last Thursday? Was there. it fourth round or third round? It was end of fourth. End of fourth? In, in a 10-team yeah. league. 10-team league, yeah. So he was yeah. like a top top 40 pick like okay <laughs> I, I got him in the seventh um yeah. and it was right at this turn it was seven two so it's so that seems to be the latest he's going huh wow what a steal in drafts like three weeks ago right yeah crazy and i've i've always liked him i i i uh i think we talked about him when our our rookie podcast and um it was funny i i'll still remember this I had said he kind of reminded me a little bit of Dalvin Cook, and Tom laughed in my face. I'm like, I kind of, <laughs> yeah. and 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 it's it's a big 
it's a bold statement. Believe me, I, I understand that. Um, but it was just just something about it. You know, he, he he moves he moves really well, and I think that he's been very underrated even throughout the draft process. So now that he just fully has a job with no competition, because Rex Burkett is listed on second on the depth chart, it's gonna be <laughs> right. it's gonna mm-hmm. be insane. I mean, he's gonna need the carries. I don't think they're gonna run super efficiently, but I mean, he's he was designed to be a goal line back too. So like, it's you're, they're not gonna take him out inside the five. So he'll get all those carries too. Yeah, and the thing with their coaching staff, and not that it was much different last year, but um, it's heavy on the defense, run the ball kind of team, like just overall team coaching. Uh, and that will always produce good running backs. It's just defensive-minded head coaches will run the football on offense. It's just the way they want to approach the game. Yeah, if Houston's point total in their game hits 55, they're losing. So they got to keep those scores down. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, they're they also, their focus is to stop the, the run on the other side. Because right. um, their secondary, while they did get, uh, was it Sertan? Stingley. No, Stingley. Stingley, yeah. sorry. Thank you. Um, I think their, their strength was, was their front seven. So... Let's see. Rashard Bateman after Damian Pierce. Um, I know didn't didn't you say, Scotty, you, you were thinking of him in one of our picks? Yeah, I think that was the uh CH pick or the Hoffman's pick. Yeah. One of those. He's the one wide receiver on his team. I mean, he should have a I mean, he had a good rookie season, especially after missing time early in his rookie year, which you don't see a lot of wide receivers do well with if they miss time early in their rookie season. He came back and was fine. Yeah, I'm indifferent on him, and like I said about Lamar Jackson too. So, right, um, I won't, I won't keep pumping the same iron. But see, Gabe Davis, uh, that's in for most people in most drafts. I feel like that's somewhat of a steal since a lot of people have been really high on Gabe Davis this year. I mean, he is the number two in the Bills' offense. Let's see what he does with it. See, Darnell Mooney. Uh, Obviously, the only target there for for Justin Fields. Right. Chase Edmonds, running back, uh, the running back for Miami Dolphins. Unless it's Mostert. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I I am I have Mostert at the end of almost all my drafts just just for that reason. Oh, it's like, smart. It, oh, it, me too. It could be. It just it could be. If he's healthy, it's hard to keep him off the field because he's just so like he's never touched the ball and not been good he just yeah, can't but stay that's on a the big field. if like that, that oh, that's the biggest if, if in the yeah. nfl is he's awesome but and is, here's the, and, and here's the if he doesn't play down because he's never healthy is he more injury prone than cmc i think that's the biggest question this year is <laughs> is most are more injury prone than cmc and i think the answer might be yes <laughs> they've played I mean, about the same amount of years too i think Yes, but you're not caring because you're getting the guy in the 16th round yeah, oh yeah, and not yeah. 102. Well, after. a couple a couple years ago, he was he was a lot yeah. uh, higher. Yep. Yeah. Uh, after Mooney, it was Edmonds. Like Craig said, Adam Thielen, Damian Harris finally goes. Uh, Elijah Moore, Amari Cooper finally goes. Devonta Smith at 7-6, and we're up in two picks. 
So Baldy is going to steal someone from us here. I guarantee he's going hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt seems like a which, pretty safe Which I would like here. for our pick to be mixed to us. Uh, he could yeah, go but, tight end. I would like Hunt. <laughs> he could go Hawkinson here. I mean, he has... Oh, okay, he does have two running backs. Okay. I mean, as far as, like, skill at running back position, Kareem Hunt's probably, like, a top 12 running back in the league, but his situation oh. is risky. Drake cool. London. Cool. Ramondi Drake Stevenson. Drake London was another guy that's back at practice this week. Yes, thankfully. Yeah. I drafted him the other day, too. Are you guys down for Cream Hunt here? Yeah, and I think the only other one I was thinking of was Pollard, but Hunt is just going to be better. Hunt, yeah, he Hunt has a role every week. Paul, every week. Paul, Pollard can be game script and game plan dependent. When it comes yeah. to those, I think it'll yeah. be interesting to see if Pollard does get runs at slot at all because no, I know that they've talked about that a little bit. Oh, I'm I'm right in full team. belief that's what he's doing to start the year. Yeah. I think once Michael Gallup comes back, Tony Pollard's role kind of reverts back to what it was last year. But I think to start the season, Pollard is going to be on fire. I, I have him as a start, uh, pretty much as a start of the week for me, um, for week one. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see exactly what that Dallas offense does look like week one with all of their injuries to their wide receiver core. And also just missing um, Amari Cooper. I mean, they're so different on That's offense. That's huge, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, healthy Zeke could just get 30 carries and we're like right back to two years ago. But yeah. <laughs> well, there's the other big the big thing is that Tyron, Tyron Smith, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not looking good. Yeah, and so they just signed Jason Peters yep. uh, two days ago to play tackle for them because, like, <laughs> their backup wasn't ready to start, apparently. But also, it's like the Tyron Smith thing. Like, everything that – like, all the advanced stats show that, like, all of their efficiency on offense go, like, vastly down with him not there anchoring that offensive line. Oh, it's it's been bad in the past. I remember there was a game – it was the right after he got hurt, and I think Leo Collins was out, Zach Martin yeah. was out, and – Dak just got hit like six times in, <laughs> in a row, and it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> you can't trust Mike McCarthy to to game script it up there. Like it just like, feels like the the coaching in Dallas has been poor for so long. Well, it's because they had such a good line like years ago. Like, oh, we're set for life. Yeah, you got to pay these guys, and they guys to stay healthy. And you you got to get death behind them. When you don't, you're gonna suck. Um, and then after Hunt went Renfro, Patterson, Trey Lance. Then the eight, eighth round starts Ayuk, Lazard, the Komodo Dragon. Then Miles Sanders. We're up right now. Um, we have three running backs, four receivers, pretty much three receivers because Hop is our fourth. Um, what's the play here, boys? Can you go to quarterback for a second? Is he yep. still there? Joe Barrow's still there. Burr is still there. I have him as my third ranked quarterback. <laughs> It does feel like his, I mean, him and Brady both have weapons up the wazoo. Like, yeah. The only other person I was looking at on the board that kind of stuck out to me was uh, Robert Woods. So I think Robert Woods and Christian Kirk, I think, are both interesting here. I just don't, I don't know about Jacksonville, but I don't know who else is catching the ball. Like, if Marv Jones is washed. Technically, it's DJ Shark, but he hasn't even, I don't know if he's played preseason. No, Shark's no, in Detroit. 
He's in Detroit. So oh, I keep Saint, forgetting that. It's, it's, it's Saint Jones. Per, isn't it's it? Saint it's Jones. forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is forgettable. forgettable. Or maybe Evan Ingram. <laughs> that I mean, I wouldn't like be it. surprised even after they got rid of Levis or Chanel that Christian Kirk is just someone they're going to pepper, pepper, pepper. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can we can still wait on quarterback and go, go Kirk. Um, right. <laughs> I think I think Robert Wood and Christian Kirk are basically close to the same pick here, except for Christian Kirk probably has a better quarterback at this point. And and I think he does have a little bit better upside um, because I mean, they, eventually Burks is going to come on to the scene at some point during the year. It's not like he's just going to be an invisible. I mean, he was uh, drafted. It, it could be week reason. one or two. It like, could be a Jamar Chase thing like last year. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah, if you're a GM and that pick bust and AJ Brown has like, a good year, like that's fireable offense. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, it is fireable. <laughs> um, but no, I like what you said about Kirk. It makes a lot of sense. It's it's they because of the pay. You can't not just toss a guy 140 balls this year. Well, that's what you said about Kenny Galladay too, because yeah. of the pay. Yeah, but Kenny Galladay had Daniel Jones thrown to him versus Trevor Lawrence. So the Giants scored a silly low amount of points last year. It's like almost unrepeatable from an NFL team to score as little as the Giants scored last year. But I mean, Pat smartly just went and got Joe judge to, to coach our offense, you know, right out of that jets tree. <laughs> yeah. So smart. It was just, uh, that was, uh, the payback for 17 and one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're flying now. So after Kirk was it, went, was it eighteen? Oh. Do we get eighteen wins? Or oh, whatever. <laughs> um, after Kirk went, Alave, Rashad Penny, James Cook, Singletary, Dallas Goddard, um, Hawkins still is, Hawkinson is still on the board. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't. It, I didn't think it was even time for a. No, no. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's not crazy, but you know, Goddard and Schultz are going before Hawkinson. I I've seen that in a lot of drafts. I can see Schultz. I can see Goddard too if someone really likes him. I um, think it's safer with a better overall team with the Eagles. You think you're going to score more and have better chances there, but uh, I mean, what we saw with Hawk last year was scary. Like he was start off hot and then got hurt. And like what Derek said, he the the guy blocks a lot. Yeah, it, and he, he has to with that team. He's the curse of being a better real life tight end than a better fantasy tight end. You know, like if this is like real football, he's one of the first tight ends off the board, but it's not fancy. Exactly. Then Robert Woods and then Traylon Burks back to back Tennessee receivers, eighth round. Yeah, that's funny. Back to back. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely higher on Wednesday on Burks this year, but there's that possibility that Burks you know, takes over uh, that AJ Brown role that they need. Um, but they've been searching for two wide receivers for a while. I mean, bringing in Julio Jones last year. And right. They, they, I mean, it worked out with uh, uh, Corey Davis and AJ two years ago. Right. But they didn't even know that they had that no, <laughs> because no. Corey Davis was not looking good. They declined his fifth year option. They, right. They declined his option before he kind of broke out and then. But, I mean, I don't know if his, like, fifth-year option would have been more in the first year of his contract that he got from the Jets, but it's probably close. I mean, it's the same reason that Chargers declined Mike Williams, too, but then they had to pay him way more. Yeah. All right, and then uh, after Burst, goes Walker to end the eighth round. Started the ninth, Kadarius Tony, and then Tom Brady. 
There's some uh, good yeah. running. There's some good running backs I like here. I hope a couple come back to us. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. You said Pollard. Yep. Um, who, Gordon. I love Gable. Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> Gordon. This late, I like Michael Carter too. I think that there's a chance that he's good early in the season. And then like yeah. he's a classic like that. That running back is coming. Like if you can get value for him, trade him in the first three weeks. <laughs> you trade him in the first three weeks. Yeah, I think those two would be the ones that I'm looking at, though. Pollard and Gordon. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like Gamewell, but the, the those two. It's too early. Definitely before um, Gamewell, and even yeah, Carter, too. I like Gamewell, but even, like, there's there's a massive ADP drop. Yep. I agree. Uh, I said I agree, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, this is really late for Tony Pollard. Um, and there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> oh, no, Gordon, about it. Damn it, Gordon's gonna go right before us. I mean, no, it's if, it w- if it wasn't Puff Mama, it's it was Baldy because he is Zeke. Probably would have taken Tony Pollard there. Would have made sense. Yeah. Kyle still has two wide receivers. Only two wide receivers: Michael Thomas and and one might not play there. week one. Yeah, yeah Michael Thomas. <laughs> not even that. Like the. Re- riskiest <laughs> pick at receiver i mean right. it's late enough but you just you, we haven't seen him in two years right yeah for sure a guy might not even play week one and then devonta smith who's now i don't know how much i've heard out of camp of like thomas has looked good or not but it, it's i mean craig do you follow the beat reporters there it's been very quiet there it's been so quiet and like, it's very always so quiet because I, they <laughs> Gallup is not playing week one. <laughs> Kyle is just Jesus Christ. He's the Kyle. Lead. Kyle's oh. playing for week five. Baby. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going over five. I don't, I don't care. He he might as well pick Gus Edwards next round too. Right. <laughs> so there is a chance that we still get Melvin Gordon. To follow oh, I was, those, I was just holding good. my breath before saying anything. <laughs> Baldy's up. <laughs> well, we, I mean, they're still, they don't have tight ends either. The two teams for us don't have tight ends. If you look at the board, there's three, four teams without tight ends, and we're all kind of bunched inside four. Picks. Oh, Devonta Parker. Oh, that's a good one. We didn't need him, but that's a good pick. Yeah. Oh, oh stack there he God damn it. Uh, I'm down for Michael Carter if you guys are, or Joe Burrow. I don't know what I'm, what... I'm at this point going, I'm going borrow if, if it's me. I think I think it's a tear break probably after Burrow. Yeah. And like it's just like the like his weapons. I mean, he has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon, like that often they rebuilt the offensive line. It's just like there's just no way he's it, worse than he was last. It year, is crazy right? that like I get the the upside of Trey Lance, but him going two rounds before we got Joe Burrow is is crazy. Yeah. Or, you and, know what you have with Burrow. or Russell Wilson. And, and I, I know that Russell right. Wilson's in uh, a great spot now, it, but it's not like he wasn't in a terrible spot last year with his wide receivers. And Joe Burrow has just got too much going for him right now. I don't quite understand uh, how he fell to us here, but I'll take it. I mean, you you got him in round nine last week, yes, right? You I said? did. I did. And again, Perfect. I don't know how that happened. And we were going to take him like almost two rounds ago. We <laughs> were looking at quarterbacks. Right. And we got him in round nine. That's great. Great value there. 
So then Lockett went, and then George Pickens. Um, obviously, there's two tails uh, here, two opposite tails here. <laughs> Tyler Lockett losing, <laughs> losing out on everything, and George Pickens is going to be the new, uh, new show pony uh, for for Pittsburgh. But um, I'm not a big Pickens fan this year, but I think I think he'll be a great dynasty play. Yeah, I think I think we will have finally the fallback to regular world of the rookie wide receivers not posting over 800 yards in their rookie season. Like I think like Pickens, he can be as good as he wants. I mean, he can be really good as a rookie, but Chase Claypool and um, and Deontay Johnson are no slouches. Like exactly, they yeah. they command targets. Like in like the one thing. Yeah, like, I think Firemouth too is only going to get. Right. Better this season, especially with some quarterbacks that might need to lean on a tight end. Yeah. And Mitch Trubisky was named week one starter, and I don't put a lot of hope into him either. <laughs> Faith? Yeah. All right. After Burrow went Lockett Pickens, like Craig said, then Hines, sort of the 10th the, the, uh, round, Julio Jones, then Dawson Knox, Frymouth, t- tight ends back to back. Our turn. Michael Carter's still there. And then I we'll go to wide receivers if so. you guys want to look at that. But I think after Carter, it kind of takes a dip. Well, yeah. yeah. Unless you want to go to tight ends. I mean, I'm I'm a big Ertz guy this year, but I'm still fine waiting after all these guys. Yeah, we have to wait. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I would say I would say that running back slot isn't. And the only thing that I'd put an argument on is, is, is Kenny Gainwell could be someone that could take something over, like take a spot over as a flyer. It's, it's just round 10. It's just too early. Yeah. I mean, I love game well, but. Um, yeah, let's, let's go Carter. I, I, I think it's just the right choice at this time. I, I do think we should keep our eyes on Brian Robertson towards the end of this draft too. And I think like in 12 team weeks, probably deep enough to have him drafted in like the second to last round. Um, the only thing is we have Hawkins. So we have two guys that, I mean, we do have six bench spots, so. Yeah, it depends on how deep you are, right? And I I didn't add a Pup or an IR spot to this league. Yeah, that's a great point too. If you have Pup or IR spots, like you can take some of those guys a little bit earlier. If you can, you know, then pick up another flyer right after the draft too. We could just take him. And then um, switch the league to IR spots. <laughs> yeah, we could cheat. So and so has left the league. So and so has left the league. But we can't even win the prize. <laughs> Last year we won the league and gave it to second place. We actually didn't win the league. We actually lost. Oh, we did lose. Yeah, but it was like we were we had a very bad week and like I feel, I feel like we like barely lost, but Mersh actually did win it all. Oh, why did I think that we won? Uh, he he keeps saying that we did. Like, no, Marsh, you actually won a fair and square. Oh, <laughs> take the jersey. <laughs> uh, no, like we we were first seed clinch. We were we were we were just riding high, and then final. And you know what's funny is last year I think we also adopted a zero running back strategy because I think we started off with either two or three wide receivers and a we tight did end. Adams, and I think we did. I think we did Cup and Adams or Tiggs and Adams. I forget, but. Because me and Dow's are doing it. And you we were, had to have had Cup. You were texting in, and 
every I think it was like first two rounds we're like oh let's do something we never do ever in our entire lives and like oh that actually worked out <laughs> yeah and then then this year regard I would do that same exact thing the tight ends are going off the board Ertz after Madison James Robinson to follow go to go to the position see who's left I mean it's round ten I mean I feel like some of them I feel like Fryermuth and Ertz are a little early I feel I think for for round it's, 10. I but... mean, especially the guy that has Waller took Firemuth. Like, at oh, that point, that. He, like, he's got two tight ends. You take you take a wide receiver there, or you take, like, a Gainwell there that could, you know, be your starting RB at some point this season. All right, so one's left that I like. Obviously, Cole Komet. Um Would love him to get back to us. Not a fan of Gusecki this year. I'm not. Hunter either. Henry's okay he's a touchdown dependent tight end. i love him but i understand i, would, I, I understand like that but it's it's tough because he is really touchdown dependent and then joku's a really good flyer i think so you're also going to have a rough quarterback <laughs> and they they like their tight ends um i i think i think cole commits the last one that i, I think that i would like to get to us Yep. And everyone has one on that side of the board, and except has- for Ra- Baldinelli. Baldi does not have one, right? I mean, so, the Romeo Dubs hype, is it too much now where he's going before, like... Yes, it is. It's, Chase it's, Claypool and, like, Landry and Boyd? It's it's very, very, very big preseason hype. I don't... He's a rookie on a Green Bay Packers team that doesn't really produce... Rookie wide receivers. They don't like rookies at all. They don't. So I mean, the only thing. So the just to play devil's advocate, like, none other wide receivers have been at practice. Like, <laughs> you know, Lazard's not practicing. Watson missed time. Yeah, and like, that's true. And maybe, maybe that's just what fueled a lot of the hype too. I mean, that could be what fueled the hype is that he was the only one that was there catching balls. I I think that's what does that's what did fuel the hype. No 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 doubt about it. But there and again to to continue on the devil's advocate, they do need an MVS type player, and he would be the guy that replaced him. Yeah. He's the only type of rider receiver that that would do that. Um, it's like again, in Green Bay. I don't know what to do with it. Well, any Aaron Rodgers doesn't care anymore because he's got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, he got paid. He's fine. I would just say, like, where Dubs is going, like, it just makes way more sense to take any of the other wide receivers in the range. I mean, Sky Moore, I I like. I like I think, him more. Yeah, more, more. Yep. <laughs> I saw a team. I was on Twitter. Their name was like, please more like. More, more, please. I was like, so they had Sky Moore, they had DJ Moore, they had <laughs> Elijah um, Moore, Elijah Moore, and there's another another Moore, Rondell, Rondell Moore. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they had four more. It's like, eh, I, I kind of want to try that. I don't know, if that's gonna work out, but it's cool. It's, it's I did. Cool name. I did one year have, and it was last year, early in the season before both of them got hurt. I did have DJ Shark and Juju on the same team, so I was able to finally perform the DJ Shark Juju Juju song. <laughs> and then Shark had like amputated. Yes. <laughs> there's an auto pick. There's a wide receiver sitting down there that I want, but it's again the same situation as Hopkins. Jameson. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we can't take Jason Wise, then Brian Robinson. We're we're really going for over six, and then we're gonna then we're gonna hit big. What is the like projected timeline for him? Is it is it like still like October range, or is it earlier now? I don't know the full timeline, but I I would say it has to be. I mean, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. That I, guess it, I guess it is. I guess it is September, right? That's nine months. Holy shit! Yeah, I don't know. Let's check that out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I haven't really heard anything like on his timeline changing. But like, I think like one thing that we'll kind of see over the next few years with more injuries on different teams is like what teams like we have to start ranking teams medical staff soon. Like what team medical staff can get their guys ready in a, in a good timely fashion and have them a hundred percent quickly. Cause I think it, I think it does vary in the NFL and like, it's like just impossible to project, but I mean, there's so much information on fantasy. We could get, we get rankings on offensive line and defensive, um, like their defensive schedule. Let's get medical staff up there too. All right, guys, taking the full clock here. Now it's an auto pick. But, uh, all right, uh, game well, took game well. God damn it! Not that he would have uh, came back to it, us, but it was an auto pick. <laughs> There's Brian Robinson in the eleventh round. Yeah. So we we, we weren't it. the only one with the idea of like Brian Robinson's. I mean, his rookie hype was equal to Damian Pierce's. Like, yeah. Without without that carjacking, I would say that they probably go right around the same picks. You know, I just hope it doesn't affect his career. Similar, I, well, it won't. So they did say it passed through vital organs and all that, like vital like ligaments and stuff. Right. You know, it's just you still have a the hole in your leg that you have to heal. Uh, kind of like you know, uh, Kenneth Walker had a hole in his stomach he had to you know patch right. up. Um. So realistically, I think he could be back way earlier than people expect. Um, and then the Jameson Williams news for injury on that, it, it looked like they said week 70 return is like the most realistic. Mm-hmm. And even then they said that they had a very long-term plan with him. Yeah. And I mean, week seven or eight's right about the time that Detroit starts to shut down, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. They're wrapping their That's season scary. up. <laughs> Nah, man, they need some grit. <laughs> that team fought hard last year. They were like one of the better bad teams to root for. This is true. And it has been fun watching uh, and rooting for them in preseason this year. Yeah, for sure. Do we have any handcuffs that we absolutely need? Like Gus Edwards, maybe? Oh, no, he's... he's uh, we, oh, should we do Mike Davis? Mike Davis to start week one. Yeah, we should, we should get... We should get Mike Davis. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we want to let him go by. Well, the other handcuff that, like, will be here is Pacheco, but we all seem to be on the side of I don't really care to handcuff C. Yeah, no, I don't either. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with Davis here. Wide receivers left, kind of a lot in the same area. Oh, we did talk about wanting to get Cole Komet though. Yeah, and that's that's coming up. Because that's realistically the only tight end left that I see before I start to really lose faith. And I think we can get right. Davis in the 12th round, too. Yeah. 
I feel I feel bad for Kasiki. Talk about like the opposite of preseason hype. That's what Kasiki's <laughs> track is this year. They went from franchising him to like being possibly like one of the best athletic tight ends in the league in the beginning of the preseason to like, oh, he's gonna block and maybe as their second tight end. Like that's pretty crazy, like and, how everything's happened down in Miami there. And on the trade block, like every other week in the preseason, like that's just not it's not good. Yeah. I so um, Kyle now has Mike Thomas, Devontae Smith, Michael Gallup, and DJ Chark. He's just the he's riskiest. Be really hurting James James Robinson. Just hopefully that injury just is a hundred percent and ten percent week one, fully healthy. Yeah. If Baldy goes Cole command, I'm going to send him a strongly worded letter. He needs a tight end. <laughs> He's the only one left that needs a tight end. He's going Komet. <laughs> Komet has had like a lot of, you know, not even preseason, but offseason hype too. Oh, he's going to be solid. He's a, he, yeah. he started to come on at the end of the year last year. Allen Robinson left and they brought right. no one else in. And he, he scored zero touchdowns last year, right? Yeah. Like, he had like 700 yards, zero touchdowns. It was, it was yeah, it was all yardage yeah. so that's what you look for in possible breakout tight ends is being involved in, in yards after catch right the, like ball has got 20 seconds left so it's like oh cool he might not pick but it's going to auto pick him cole commit <laughs> gets auto picked cole commit i'm going to so another like deep tight end that i've just always loved is gerald everett yeah oh, yeah. oh I, he goes I, I, I love gerald that, that's uh, one of my sleepers. Alberto also back at, at practice this week. He's missed some time. Yeah. Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Matt train or we, there's Tyler Higby too, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> no, we got Kmet. Yeah. Although, I like that. What we say, Gerald Everett for the Chargers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. do, I do think that's a good one. If if we needed to wait, the other one I was I was thinking of was Njoku, but Njoku is a good one too. For sure. I think it's like the first time that Cleveland won't have like three really good tight Multiple, ends. Yeah. yeah. Or wide receivers because, I mean, right. they, they did lose um, Landry and Hooper. So, right. That left the door open for Njoku. And yeah, Rashad Higgins, for too, sure. for whatever that counts for. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they franchised him. They like, they paid him. Yeah, they <laughs> like, franchised him, then paid him. Yeah, he, he <laughs> right. was the he was the first player in the franchise window opened up that because I, I think that week me and Craig just like sit on our computer and like kind of like check off like what's going on. It was so fast. It was like boom, we have taken Njoku. No one can fucking have him. And they cut Hooper the next day. Like fuck you. Yeah, wow, they, they're they're all in on this guy. Nice. Yeah. Just hysterical because they had him sitting there after a good season <laughs> and then went, yeah, let's go spend really big on Austin Hooper and free agents. 10 mil a year, if that, if not more. Yeah. yeah I, that, no, that was a bust. No one's ever accused Cleveland of being smart, man. Like that team just like they just make weird decision after weird decision. I don't know. I've had I've had some friends of mine tell me that they're not. A trash organization. After was it I've Mango? <laughs> yeah, it was Mango and Jeff. They were yeah. arguing hard that they're not a trash organization. I'm like, yes, they, they are. Yeah, Nick Chubb's good. <laughs> yes, that's they, why they, they they got that right. Okay. Yeah, B- 
because we let him fall to them. That was yeah. New England's fault. Yeah. And Kareem Hunt's good, but they still signed a guy that was kicked out of the NFL. It's still a risky signing at the time. Don't, right. don't say it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, are you talking about the Kareem Hunt was the guy that was kicked out of the NFL? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I thought you meant Deshaun Watson. The other oh, no, no, no. Oh, that, yeah, they did that, that guy, too. too. Yeah, yeah they, they, they also spent um, uh, their entire future on him. That's crazy. Um, so after Komet, it went MVS, Jarvis Landry, Kill Herbert, which I think is a good pick for the last yeah. pick. The 11th round of Case Montgomery doesn't work out. That That's a pretty sure. solid pick. Now, does that team have Montgomery? They do not. Nice. No. Nice. So do you guys prefer taking other people's handcuffs or your own handcuffs? Because I think they're two very different strategies. It it depends. Like I would take Herbert because I think there's a yeah definite opportunity there. Just e- even starting week one. But if it's guys like Pacheco or like Alexander Madison, I don't yeah. know because like I, I'd have to sit sit there and wait for an injury that's not even on my team, right? And I know people do like oh I'm, I'm gonna screw them over and like they're gonna have to trade with me at some point. Then it's like, oh, Cook doesn't get hurt till week twelve. It's like now you wasted a cuff that you could have. So I would do my own cuffs in a redraft league than I would other cuffs. Yeah, and and I agree to all those points. And sometimes I wouldn't even think of my uh, handcuff for a player that's not like has the reins. You know, if it's someone that there's like the Herbert. Okay, sure. I'd kind of want to want to have that, but like, so so JT, I want to handcuff him. Derek Henry, I want to handcuff him. Like on my teams in drafts, but outside of those massive top running backs, I might not even care about having my own handcuff right away because they might sit for the first couple of weeks. And mm. I mean, sure, I'd like to make sure that I have that backfield in case my guy goes down. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that injuries aren't a part of football, but um, I would also like flyers that I, I believe right. in. Right. Well, I mean, this day and age too, it's like there's not a lot of handcuffs anymore. Like even like the Rams, it's Acres and Henderson. It's a split backfield. Even if it's seventy thirty, they're both playing. Hunt, Chubb, Gainwell, Sanders. Like a lot of these secondary bees on teams have standalone value every week. There's only a few legit handcuffs. Right. In fantasy guy- now. I think I think what you guys are both dancing around is like there's only a few actual players that should be handcuffed, right? And it's those to those top running backs. Like yep. that's those are the ones you ha- you should handcuff. And then like outside of that, just play for upside in other in other teams. But looks like we're up now after Aaron Rodgers goes. Yep. So running back or wide receiver, the running backs we have left are Isaiah Spiller. I don't want anything to do with him. We we still have plenty of rounds. I, I I feel very nervous not having Mike Davis on the team at the moment. Okay, yeah, I think that's I'm, fair. I think that's safe because we're we're kind of getting too cocky. Yeah, we can get him later. But there's people that are you know do this and, for a living too that know that he's a starter week one. The right. Raven the Ravens made absolute scrubs into startable fantasy players last year at running back. So as bad as Mike Davis might have been with Falcons, like. Like I'm sure he gets yards week one of J.K. Dobbins. I mean, look at Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman last year. They did fine. <laughs> not only not only that, we know Gus Edwards is officially out for four weeks. Right. So yeah. even if J.K. Dobbins comes back week two or three, Mike Davis still has a role until that time. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, that was the right call, Craig. Yep, I, I totally agree there. That's the only time that I'm like, I, I desperately need the handcuff because so we this already makes have sense a hurt because guy. yeah, right. we're gonna, we're yeah it's already before. hurt. <laughs> we already need to handcuff him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not. Yes, yeah, there like, could like, there could have been other players that I wanted there. I just felt so nervous. No, it, I kind of forgot about the whole Dobbins thing to be honest. But yeah, that's just too risky because there's a lot of a, a lot of picks between our next pick. So I doubt Davis would even mean it back to us. And even if someone doesn't need him, like, Hey, I might play that team week one. I'm going to take that starter from them and win the week. Mm, right. And it's only I think round pick. Seeing the Ravens be cautious with JK Dobbins, I think is also points the sign that they have a real plan for him this year. Like they want him available for the playoffs. Like, the Ravens, uh, they go into every season automatically penciling and going to the playoffs. That's the way that they operate as a football team. And, like, they're playing for, you know, week 18, not week one. And that's exactly how they're approaching the situation. Yeah. Really upset that Mostert Whoa, just yep. went. There, yeah. goes, there was Bald doing Mostert. Because I was, I was thinking, all oh, that he's, like, a perfect last-round pick. But... Oh, perfect ra- last-round yeah. pick. I got him in the last round in, in one of our second-to-last round in my draft last, uh, last weekend. Another guy I wouldn't Guess mind not. taking later is like Zamir Z- Z- White. If you are scared about Josh Jacobs, or if not, yeah. it's, it's it's a good flyer. I actually have J- Jacobs in one league, and that's a guy I wanted to to get the handcuff for is uh, Josh Jacobs. So I, I have Jacobs and Zamir White in the leagues I do have Jacobs. Yeah, that's fair. I'm riding the fire. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Derek's a big Jacobs guy too. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. He, he's been an RB two at the worst every single year he's played and their offensive line's been atrocious this yep. dude's running the ball against a bad offensive line with a pretty bad run scheme like josh Gruden's, i don't know i'm actually really torn on josh Gruden's offense because i just don't think it fit his team well as much as i think it was a bad system like i just think that like josh jacobs is like like if you look at their pff grade for josh jacobs he is like an efficient very good running back so i just i just don't get the hate from the Raiders, but I think that I, I think don't think that, it's the hate from the Raiders. No, it's the hate. It's the hate on the fact that McDaniel's wanted to bring in all his own running backs, yeah, his own system, and then they went out and got Zamir White. Yeah. That was the whole. Oh, let's all hate on Josh Jacobs. It must be that Josh Jacobs is bad. Um, that's where that all came from. Yeah, I think now releasing Kenyon Drake. And and showing that, you know, Bolden was playing special teams, didn't run in the preseason. You know, Amir Abdullah showed up, which is which is good for them. Um, I think that that was a surprise because I think he was just supposed to be someone that was not even going to make the roster. Right. But um, I don't think Zamir White was ever drafted to replace Josh Jacobs. I think it was just having another guy that later on, if they you know, so choose to not pay Josh Jacobs like they showed by declining his fifth round option because McDaniels does not believe in paying running backs um, that they had that option. Yeah. Yep. That Those are all great points. Uh, the Raiders are going to be an interesting case this year, but it feels like with the way that they're kind of approaching their roster too, and like getting rid of Weatherwood and kind of turning over the offensive line and looks they like they turned that- over a lot. Yeah. 
it looks like that they're looking to turn the roster a little bit too, but then they also added, you know, high end free agency. So it's like, they're playing this weird game of turning over the roster while also going for it at the same time. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think it's a great offensive coaching staff. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, they brought in the entire system, uh, players that coaches that had, uh, left new England uh, as assistants to go somewhere else, then brought them in as well. Right. Um, so I, I, I have no doubt. And even in the first preseason game, when they showed all those running backs, you know, Jacobs, Drake, uh, white Abdullah, they, they really let all those running backs shine. And they did all, all four of them shined yeah. because they all had a new offensive blocking system that really worked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I mean, God, I love it for Josh Jacobs this year. I just hope that it's not a they don't give a huge split. Yeah, and as we say that, Samir White just went right. Yep, <laughs> talking about him again. I think that also like um, Jamal Williams in Detroit is like a really interesting way around pick, just because like as far as like upside for handcuffs go, I think his is like very high. Like. Yeah, I always think that he has a role. I mean, he he did have a decent amount of receptions last season, and I think that that's something oh, yeah. that they're going to still stick with. He had yeah. more carries than Swift right. last year. I know Swift missed some time, but Jamal was also hurt too. And there goes Pacheco. Here comes the handcuff round. Yeah. That's fine, though. Yeah, we can Mike Davis. Yeah, what's still available at wide receiver, Scotty? I love Nico. You do. I, I like Nico. Like Nico, Nico. I like Palmer, but he just got taken. We were talking. I really? don't like Galladay. No, I mean he hasn't had no. good news in years. Um, I've just seen the videos of him like trying to run routes. I'm like, dude, <laughs> this guy shouldn't be in a fucking field the, right now. I don't know what happened to him. The notification for Kenny Galladay said he looked like a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> so like if you're playing wide receiver in the NFL, I think one of the last things you want to look like is, is a man. Yeah. <laughs> that's not okay. even a decoy if you can't even block. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do we do we want to think about maybe um Jacoby or Sammy, oh. week one Sammy? Um um I can't do week one Sammy again. Jalen Tolbert would be a week one play. I think, like, I know that we are high on Thielen, but, like, what if K.J. Osborne just has a role week one, too? Well, not only that, I I have the notion that uh, when I was doing the write-up for Kevin O'Connell, they had – the Rams had the most uh, 11 personnel right. plays in any one of the league, 86% of the time, I believe it was. So, K.J. Osborne's going to be on the field. Like, right. it's not that he – I mean, he could be the number two option. You know, right. um, because he's going to be on the field at the same time as Thielen. I still fully believe in Thielen, but I, I think you're right. I think KJ Osborne's a perfect, perfect flyer here. Super be- late, like because we know he's going to be on the field. You know, Mikol Hardman's in a cog, um, but he's you know I, I like him, but he's he's in a cog. Uh, Jacoby Myers, ton of wide receivers, his same talent. Um, Wait, I think Tolbert. we could. But I think we can get Hardman or Myers and then get Osborne on the way back, too. I don't think he'll go. And we don't care about quarterback here, right? 
at all to the no we can just round. get him or a bobby oh, fill in at bobby some point fill in, I yeah. yeah i don't really it's not um, a 14 team league or anything i mean craig you have harbin as your uh sleeper right sleeper of the year yep let's do it let's do it because say say for instance juju does start start out banged up which we're already having the the injury news already right and then mvs he does have a one-dimensional um uh in, in feel to him can he do other things yes I'm not saying he is one-dimensional but it doesn't seem like he's going to be able to run the routes that they want this offense to to at least have a wide receiver to do that and that's why they brought in juju yeah. so the only other person that i can see doing that with outside of the fact that sky Moore is there even though i think he's a rookie and needs time i think he really does still need time he's got an amazing upside i think we all fall in love with the rookies but um i think michael hartman someone already being there been been doing it i think he's could start off hot and can burn it deep and, right. and play the MVS role if, if MVS gets hurt. I think he's just a jack of all trades kind of wide receiver for them. And they drafted Tyree Kill. Um, I mean, drafted Michael Harmon to replace Tyree Kill the year that Tyree Kill very well could have never played football again. And I think I would I would just it's gonna be interesting to see which wide receiver can do this well with Mahomes um, is who is the best freelance wide receiver after the play breaks down. Like they had Tyreek doing it for years. Like someone has to be that freelance after the player breaks down, shaking free, scoring big, or just picking up big receptions, or just at least shaking free and getting into the line of vision that Mahomes gets when he's like running around doing his thing. Like if the the guy that can do that well will always be fancy relevant, Casey. And like I could yeah. see that being any one of those guys, really. Yeah. I think the the one that has the the best chance at it is Juju because I think he's had the ability to do that with Ben Roethlisberger because that happened a lot over there. Right. Um, but again, Hardman has been in the system for four years too. So I think it's really between those two. In my opinion, it's always been between those two and MVS is not going to be the guy and Sky Moore still needs time. Yep. Um, after Hardman went Isaiah Spiller. Jacoby Myers, J.D. McKissick, pretty good pick in the 13th round. And then yeah. McKinnon, Jeff Wilson, uh, and then we're up in two picks. Or yeah, McKissick, pick. you could probably start week one with the Brian yeah. Robinson, or like until Brian Robinson gets back, like McKissick will probably be on the field a decent amount. Yeah, that was a great pick for, for them. Who is the actual backup in Carolina? Do they have Dante Foreman ahead of Chupa yet? I haven't seen the official depth chart. I don't chart. know. I would hope so. I would. I would. I would think so. But yeah, the RB right Foreman now, just looked really good last year. Yeah, yeah, he did. Nothing crazy with RBs. I'm fine doing KJ Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is is Russell Gage out too? What's his deal? I think he is hurt. Trending towards playing week one. Trending yeah. towards being able to play. Oh, right. <laughs> like there's okay, three that, different words in there. That's like back. maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe might could be, be perhaps on a good day. <laughs> it depends if it if it's sunny, if it's cloudy, he's out. Yeah, the acoustics no, have to be right. Yeah, acoustics have to be perfectly right. Yeah, um, I mean, 
Gage should be picked in this draft anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think he should. I know the Julio had like Julio went round 10. I don't see like there 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 there's a world that Gage is the third receiver there when they're all healthy. It it sucks for Julio and Gage to both have had such a long stint of Brady not being there. Like and then when and then when he's there, Gage is hurt. Right. So and like, like one thing we've seen with Brady, like outside of that first year with Tampa, like he loves having a rapport with the guys he throws to. Like, he likes to trust the guys, and that's why they brought A B in Tampa. So like yep. it, it depends on who just I don't know, gets invited to dinner to Brady's house first on those <laughs> back end guys of Polio and Russell Gage, but <laughs> I mean, he let AB live with him, and AB is a nightmare. So, <laughs> yeah, he's not a good guy. So, I did look up the Panthers' step chart, and it's the funniest thing. They have Dante Hightower and Chuba Hubbard listed as the backup running back, both of them. <laughs> Dante Foreman, yeah. Dante Foreman, yeah. Um, they have one singular backup for every position on their official depth chart, except for running back, where it is both of them. <laughs> I mean, just what I saw with Foreman do last year and the money they gave, they gave him to be a backup. I just feel like it just like they went out pretty early in frequency and like pretty much like snatched him from Tennessee, like Tennessee, I feel like they didn't even have a time to like do an offer for him before he got signed by Carolina. So I think I, I feel like he's the guy. Yeah. I really just felt like Tennessee really should have brought him back. That's how I felt about I, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm can't believe and it's not like it's like like, like two point eight three million bucks for a year, like you saw you you were the first round buy thanks to him filling in for Derrick Henry. He's not Derrick Henry, but but I mean, I, I know they had a couple other guys there, but there were games where he was freaking unreal, and, yeah. and I sat in fantasy and lost my fucking finals because of it. <laughs> so I know how good he was. <laughs> I think that that was to um, help Chuba Hubbard's feelings because <laughs> i don't think that dr hightower would have cared if he was third I mean, again, hey, you know it's funny dr hightower is there yeah dr hightower is still a free agent I, I know he's not even an offensive player but he's still not on an nfl team yeah they say the pats have an empty locker still that it might be his oh so cute oh my no God. i i heard i heard that's a it's a respect thing i think I heard that, yeah. it's so he doesn't fit the, He's just so injury prone, and like in today's NFL, he just shouldn't be on the field. Which is hysterical because Mac Jones has Tom Brady's old locker now. Yeah, we keep we keep it for an injury riddle guy that's overpaid, but but not for the guy that got us, you know, five yeah. rings. Not the guy that should no one should ever be able to touch his locker ever again. It should be yeah. cemented around. Yeah, his jersey should be retired in the entire NFL. Belichick was probably like hanging up his workout, like equip, like sweats in there. Like <laughs> as soon as Brady was out the door, Bill Belichick took over his locker, just like yeah. hang like gross, sweaty sweatpants up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that the, there goes Gage. Um, so after it was Osborne, it was Watson, Van Jefferson, Jalen Warren, KJ Hamlet, Russell Gage, Mike Gasecki. Gasecki, we we talked about before. Fourteenth round, the mighty have fallen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was like probably like on every single early sleeper 
uh, article that was written between April and June. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, at this point, it's like, like we used to like, oh, take a shot on Najoko before Gerald Everett, maybe even Irv Smith. <laughs> right. Or Tunyon. Robert Tunyon, like, uh, it's getting super slept on this year, too. And I think that as far as flyers go late in rounds, I think Tunyon's a great one. There goes Dante Foreman. Just talking yep. about him, too. Scotty's getting called out already about the CEH pick. <laughs> <laughs> I said that that was Greg. Uh, I just, I, I still like J.K. Dobbins and CEH are two guys that I can't quit. I just can't quit either of them. They just fall in love with fancy guys and irrationally. They don't know who I am, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean... I don't know. I have unstable internet. Oh, it's cool. We're just talking shit about you. If you didn't yeah. hear us. <laughs> yeah. Last couple, last couple uh, minutes, it started to go in and out. Uh, and there goes Hunter Henry. Oh, no. Skies. <laughs> 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 I really wanted him the last pick. Uh, like, oh, like, Ty so, Davis price was one I was thinking of. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, last pick, do you pick a dart throw RB or a dart throw wide receiver? I don't want it to be anyone that I want to wait on. That's why I love the Mostert pick so much. Is I want someone that I'm going to know what their role is week one. <laughs> I'm looking at this list. I, <laughs> I think we know uh, Ronald Jones, Jones's role week one. It's bench. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I think true. it's water boy or practice squad. <laughs> Honestly, like if we're taking a, sh- a, a dart throw in RB, I'm taking it on Jonathan Williams before anyone else. No, I don't. The guy we don't in need, we don't Washington. Do no. But, but I think I'm saying that's how bad the RBs are right now. Week one, Sammy. Week one, Sammy. Um, I'd rather Marvin Jones. I want it to be someone that you could see have potential later on. That is somewhat of a dart throw that it's just unknown right now. I mean, if if Carson Wentz gets a connection with Curtis Samuel, that's so, a decent one. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm, Paris, so Paris Campbell, Paris in, Campbell. The same, in the same realm of possibility. Just they don't. I don't know who the wide receiver. Team yeah, is. and I think AJ Green's role kind of gets erased when when Hopkins gets back. Um, we have talked about Joku a little bit, and that's one that could get a lot of work um, and could help our. If you want to call Cole Clement a thin starter, I don't think he is, but some might. Gerald Everett is another one that you know. Maybe oh, there goes Najoku. Well, there goes Jesus Nijoku. Christ! God damn it! I I wouldn't mind. Gerald Everett's a good one. Everett there because I Hayden Hurst is a good one too. Yeah, Hayden Hurst is a good one. I don't mind like, Everett. I love the strategy if you do wait on tight end to take two way later. Like, I yeah. really like that strategy. Just I've to done that a lot. Long. All right. Maybe we should take a tight end. Evident Ingram goes. <laughs> so I'm slide on tight ends. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's hop on this last round. Tight <laughs> end wagon. It. Yeah. <laughs> let's see if we can keep it up. We got four tight ends in a row in the 15th round. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything could happen to your starter, and then you're really screwed. And then goes Gerald Everett for us. One that I'm live a long podcast, but I mean it's got to be. It's our one, league. 
one that I'm super intrigued by is Isaiah Likely because of the lack of wide receiver options that if so, they do use two tight ends, that could be pretty awesome. So yeah. all I've read is he's likely, uh, not pun intended, but it was uh, the third passing option in that's, the offense. So Bateman that's Andrews crazy. likely. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't believe it's not Prochet. Blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no one else there, so... I could see him being the third option. I mean, if they've just aligned Lamar up at wide receiver, he'd be their second best wide receiver on their team right now. Yes. <laughs> just have Huntley throw the ball. You could right. put one of those running backs at second wide receiver too. I mean, that's the thing is that they're not going to pass that much of so the third option for the, the Ravens. Isn't going to be that great anyway, but there's, there's a world. Yeah, I mean, Bikeley needs to put up, what, like 600 yards and seven touchdowns, and he's on the radar for fantasy tight end. Absolutely. Like yep. You know, that's all I need. It's not crazy. Autopic. Oh, Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. He, he went last round. Marvin Jones, good pick for Mersh. Galladay and Marv Jones, old teammates on the Lions. Yep. <laughs> he showed you how good Matthew Stafford was, is. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, Jones was wide receiver like 18 the last year with Stafford. Yeah, he was good. Kenny Galladay had like one good season. That was like it was all those touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. It's because it's because of his and this is what happens. Preseason hype on undrafted players can go a long way for many years. Yeah. Just gotta get this last pick hit. I I gotta pee. (laughs) We're gonna do the outro (laughs) as the last pick comes in. I guess we can just do this for right now. Make it big so we can see the whole draft board for you guys on the YouTubes. The tubes. We'll put this on Twitter. People can take a look. Kind of make fun of Kyle's team. Kyle's wide receivers is one of the worst wide receiver cores I've ever seen drafted in my life. Like you can wait, but <laughs> but still be okay. It's the riskiest That's receiving thing, core I've ever right? seen. This like is Alec Pierce, and like like sure r- r- rookie hype, but it's not like it's like a like a top five rookie wide receiver. Well, Kiddo plays every game of every season, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah, and he never has those two-point games because he doesn't get receptions. Yeah, but I mean, right? in, not J. Aaron Jones is a pretty good stack. Not hating on Kyle too much. No, the running backs are there for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happens when you go three you know, running backs and wait until round six for a wide receiver. That's what your team's going to look like. So I did see a thing that's like, if, if on Twitter, it's like, if your worst position on your team is not your RB2, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, I actually can kind of see that. And you, you have your flexes, you know, a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Why are so, or, I mean, better tight end, but. I think you could make the argument for quarterback this year, too, in a one quarterback league. Like, if you're yeah. the worst quarterback, if you have the worst quarterback in the league and it's 12-team league, you have a QB1, right? So Right. Yeah. This is true. All, All right. right. I think that's going to do sharing it. Sharing this, okay, uh, Craig. Yeah, Derek. Yep. Thanks for joining us, Craig. Take us out. Sure thing. Uh, at Top Shelf Fantasy on the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. TopShelfFantasy.com. Like Scott said at the top of the hour, we have all the whole draft kit out. 
if you happen to have one more draft the night before. <laughs> um, but outside of that, yearly, we're going to hear be here for you. Start sits. That's going to be coming up. Um, all the waiver wire, everything you need to know there. We're going to have uh, weekly articles coming out. Always pay attention. Everything's going to be up. Um, please just go ahead and uh, follow and listen as we enjoy the ride with you this year. Uh, so again, Top Shelf Fantasy for Scott, Derek, Craig. Stay fluid, stay loose. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay